The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music! So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. I am so happy to be here today because today's show is the first part of our special two-part series centered around an uplifting theme. Boy, we all need to be uplifted right now, don't we? And this uplifting theme is divine love. In just a moment, I'm going to be welcoming inspirational speaker Issei Luleko Muhat El Seifer to this program, and he's going to talk about divine love relations, along with tips for finding self-empowerment. So I am really, really looking forward to this conversation. I hope you are too. And of course, as always, I'm sending good wishes to you and your loved ones for a healthy, happy day. And I hope that this podcast will truly inspire you and inform you today. So uh, let's get on with the show. It is now my great honor to welcome Issei Luleko Muhat El Seifer. He is an Emmy Award-winning actor, inspirational speaker, and spiritual guide. Thankfully, his journey wasn't just a bouquet of beautiful roses because it was the thorns that led him to rise to his true nature and boldly share his life's mission. Once you have you, you have everything. And I'd like to welcome him to the program right now. How are you today, Kiko? I am blessed and happy and uh, just grateful to be able to navigate all the stuff that's happening in the world and and with myself. So just uh, thank you. Thank you for having me again. Uh, thank you. I'm blessed to be here. I am so honored, and I feel blessed that you are here. You have a way about you. I didn't mention this last time, but I thought a lot about it. You just have a way about you that helps people to feel calm. Uh, and you really do that for me. I know you do that for so many people. And I'm particularly so excited about this two-part series that we're doing because I think that 
divine love is more important now than it has ever been in a very, very long time, certainly in yours and mine's lifetime. So let's just talk a little bit. Give us a little intro into divine love, what it is and how it affects us. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Um, And I wanted to do a a tiny little bit of, but a significant housekeeping. Um, I changed my name. And it took a very, very long time uh, to do that. And maybe that could be an entire another show. But um, my name is, I changed it to Aseloleko, Maat, El, and then Cypher. There's a zero at the end. And, uh, but if you don't mind, could you call me Issei? Issei. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Will do. Thank you. Excellent. And thank you for what you said, too, about the, the ease and the, the peace, um, that's, that's something that I, I, that's in my heart and soul. And I, I know from not having it for over four decades of my life, not being at peace, being lost, you know, fighting with myself, you know, uh, trying to please, uh, not having an opinion, not even knowing that I didn't have an opinion, you know, just being completely and utterly, thoroughly lost within the, like the cavernous caverns of the self. And I just got pretty good finding my way around in the dark. And, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. A lot of more so, they weren't mistakes. They were mistakes at the time, but they were really uh, teachings and being able to look back over those and to really glean the, the lessons, you know, and, and really siphon the wisdom from those experiences because they're just experiences. And if when we can really siphon that wisdom from that mistake, if we want to call it, or from that a trauma, if we can gather the learnings and the teachings from it and understand like the soul lessons, then we'll be able to use it more for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And so like I look back at those, those experiences, like my marriage, and, and we'll kind of lead into your question of like divine love, but this is all a part of it. You know, like my marriage in the moment, like I failed. <laughs> I mean, at the best, I did like a C minus like 20% of the time. And like, I'm so proud of that uh, because I, I learned so much what, how not to show up. You know, I distinguished what wasn't the correct way and how, how someone doesn't want to feel, you know, how, you know, I learned all those other things, which for me helps me to really have the free will to choose to show up as a divine man and to love divinely mm-hmm. um, all my brothers and sisters. Yes. So yes. I hope that, that answers your question. Yeah, it's, it's important. I agree. And there's something you said a minute ago that really spoke to me, wisdom, wisdom. You know, there's that old saying that must be an old saying for something older and wiser. Uh, it, we have to, I think part of what you're trying to say is we get older, we have to 
uh, acquire that wisdom, and then we have to kind of know how to act on it. And I think that's very, very difficult. I know it's difficult for me. And, you know, how does that finding that wisdom correlate with our topic of divine love and divine love relations? Because as I said earlier in the program, it's so important that we learn how to better express our love for one another. It's just something that I think has to happen right now, but but what do you think? Well, I'll I'll answer that starting off with um, there's a, the 11 laws of God, and this is one of them. It's the law of Hetheru. And it's very short, and it says, it is not what you imagine. It is who is imagining. Are you a human or a divine being? And so that, that for me, as we respond to things, as we view ourselves, like where's our, where are, where are we, where are our roots? Are our roots really anchored and growing deep into the earth? Or are they growing the roots coming, anchoring into the heavens mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. both? Mm-hmm. Like, where do we, ch- who do we choose to identify as? Hmm. And so I think that that is for me, even when I was struggling, I knew that it was, it was something that I was trying to get a different perspective. Like identity and perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. And I think when, if, when someone really looks at their life and they slow down, and they learn to take a breath and settle and be with the magnificent moments of their own being, they'll begin to see life for what it truly is and have better clarity for who the people are in their lives and to treat them in that particular way. And like we, I struggle, I still struggle, you know, with my emotions and I have to, you know, really like have my mantra of like, I can't let my emotions dictate my responses. Mm-hmm. That's I the most difficult thing, yeah. Do not allow that. And that's what we're tasked with as humans, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's I agree. Part of the game. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's a part of the game. When we learn to, that the soul has dominion over the mind and the mind has dominion over the body, the body doesn't start to control the game. We, un- we understand that it's the soul that has dominion over everything, our own soul, our own self. We're in control. And that, that we command our mind to think certain thoughts. And then that mind commands the body. And then that, that's the flow of our behavior and how we get up and how we go to, go to sleep and how we respond to people. Mm-hmm. So if that order is kind of scrambled, then we'll be all over the place. So we have to have, like, I, at least I've found for me that there's certain ways of anchoring in so I will stay clear with who I am, where I'm from, you know, what I'm here, who is this, what's my objective, you know, and so on and so forth so I can understand my own game of life. Mm-hmm. 
important. Uh, I agree. And, and I would I'd be remiss if, if I didn't go back just a, a minute or two ago when you said, take a breath, take a breath. I think that's one of the hardest things because we, we start getting anxious and we start getting stressed. And then that's the last thing we think of. But uh, I know that that is something that's very important. And I would love it if you would talk with us a little bit today about some tips for proper breathing and how we get that going in our lives. Sure, sure. Well, I'm going to start off in the opposite direction because that's how I love to learn. You know, I like to fail first, make the mistakes, and see what it costs me. And I like to experience that. I like to experience the, the, um, the what it's not and everything in that world before I choose what is. Um, so let's just look at what not breathing properly creates. You know, when we're breathing more in our chest and we're breathing more shallow and rapid, that produces erratic thinking. There's, there's, there's no way to have long, protracted focus or deep thoughts. The thoughts are always going to be broken up. They're going to be superficial on the surface, and they're going to be fleeting. They're not going to have, the thoughts are not going to have like any connective tissue to them. And, you know, let's talk about how we're not able to respond in moments of challenge because we're always being challenged, whether it's with our kids or if it's an accident. You know, when we're not breathing properly, it, we're not able to respond at our highest capacity. We respond in a very degraded, that's the word that's coming up, like a very degraded, fractured way that doesn't really accomplish our objective. And so we kind of like become these cavemen and we just sort of, you know, strike at our targets when we, when we are not breathing properly. And it also, you know, um, destroys our intuition completely. You know, it's, it's not that we don't want challenges, you know, quite the contrary. We actually want the challenge. We just want to know how to respond much better to maximize and learn from the challenge, which is the whole reason why it's coming to us in the first place is giving us a teaching. So we just want to show up better. Mm-hmm. And when we're, breathing, we're not breathing, we get caught up and it's just, we get angry and we're all over the place and we blame and we, we fall into the drama and this, that, and then we spiral. And we just want to, while this is happening, it's not wrong or bad, but we just want to take note of how we're breathing during the course of all that. Just take notice. Oh, I'm breathing. It's in my chest. Okay, I'm feeling tense. Maybe there's a red color or I'm feeling, you know, tense in my, you know, shallow, just noticing everything about it. So you start to correlate and make sense of what it is because that's, that's really, for me at least, the starting point is just 
noticing one of my greatest mentors. He's like, people, he said, he told you, he told me people don't have free will. He's like, no, they don't have free will. People only have free will in their area of consciousness, in their realm of consciousness. They can't choose something that they're not conscious of. So the first step is to bring light and consciousness to this area. Like, let's just become aware of what's going on here. Let's just become aware of the feelings. Let's just become aware of the results. Okay, I'm, maybe I'm destroying a relationship. Let's become aware of how I'm breathing. And let's just start to connect it and see, okay, what's going on here? That's bringing consciousness to it and shining light. So, like, that's really the most important step to it is to notice. Even before you start changing your breath or with it is to notice what it costs you when you have lost your temper or when you have, you know, when you're not breathing like how you, what what those moments, because we have to know what it costs us before we truly appreciate like the rewards mm-hmm. that it can bring us. We want to, we want to have the whole spectrum. So to see very clearly what we're choosing and then choose consciously. When we're choosing consciously, let's say we're going through that stress and we start getting that funny breathing, we're starting to get very anxious, stressed out. And we're saying to ourselves, okay, we've got to change that. What do we do? How do we do it? Once we recognize it, then what is your top guidance for finding that proper breath? This This is where you save yourself, right? This is that moment where that this is the warrior. This is the strength. This is that warrior part of you that has to activate. And it's literally disconnect to connect those three words you got to fight and that warrior has to disconnect to use all of your strength to disconnect from that moment so you can connect with yourself and how you connect with yourself is that you connect with your breath you have to have strength you have to have that fighting warrior spirit in the middle of the battle of our emotions to say if you're in a heated battle, it's like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Let me just, I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to reground. Because it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. And we will fail probably the first few times. You got to be cool with that. I'm like, okay, okay, I, I tell that one. I'll get it next. You're not going to get me three times. I'm going to get that next time. So you disconnect to connect. And when you can... And when you can disconnect, connect, you connect with your, your belly breathing. And you can just start simple with 10 deep, slow belly breaths. Mm-hmm. And you start to feel your body. You start, you start to get into your natural mind because you were out of your mind a few moments ago. And when you, can, you disconnect to connect, you actually come to your back into your natural state of mind. And then your intuition comes back. You can make proper choices. 
You can say the proper words. You can speak with a full heart. This is all training. It's just like training in martial arts or training in yoga. We're training our emotions to do, take these steps. I had the benefit of taking acting classes for years to learn how to identify my emotions and then ultimately guide them to the best result and not just have them have their way with me. <laughs> so that's what I would yeah. definitely say that disconnect to connect, reground, 10 deep belly breaths, and then reapproach, go back into the game with your highest self. I love that. And I agree about the acting classes because that, I, I think back to um, particularly, um, I had a great, wonderful, wonderful acting teacher who was no longer with us. She was just wonderful. She was genius. And uh, she really taught us the art of improvisation. And, of course, improvisation and acting is listening, reacting, understanding what you're feeling. I mean, that's how you make it work. And you, you make a good point. I, I realize that is helpful in my life now in that particular way. It's helpful in, in many ways in, in what I do now. But it is very helpful. And I do love what you said about the 10 belly breaths. I never thought of that before. See, that's why I want you to help us with that today, because that's really, <laughs> that's really, really, really good. Um, I know next week we have Christine, your former spouse, joining us. I'm so excited about that, because we're really going to start concentrating on the theme of divine love and how to get it back and how to experience it. So before I leave you today uh, with this uh, with this show, help us to understand just the basics of how we rethink the way we love people and yes. experiencing that, what you call divine love. How do we get started with it? Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Yes. Um, I'll start with this. If I have a brown bag sitting next to me, it's a cookie bag. And you're sitting across from me, Laura. But I have this brown bag that's supposed to be filled with cookies, but it's empty. And I try to give you cookies. Are you going to get cookies from me? I guess you just can't, can you? I'm thinking that, I'm hoping that you would, but I realize now that you can't. Uh, yeah, on another dimension. But yeah, you, you know, I, I, I can't give you any cookies. And love is the same way. If I don't have any love in my own bag, if I don't know what that is, it's going to be impossible for me to give love or love somebody else. Where many of us, I know me, like where I got stumbled up for decades is the self-love portion. Like, because we have to figure out what that is on our own. And but once we get it, like, oh... Okay, this is how I love myself by, you know, speaking my truth, by, you know, taking yoga classes or sleeping in or, you know, um, eating proper these types of foods I, or, or putting up boundaries, using my voice, you know, all these different, you know, dressing up just for me. And I'm not going, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm dressing up yes. for me because yes. I'm yes. the yes. celebration. Yes. Yep. Agreed, like agreed, agreed, agreed. Get, yes, when we really get that 
that we are the celebration, we are life itself, we begin to fill our own cup with that sort of self-love. Mm-hmm. And now, oh, yeah, now you have, like, the, the beginning, the fertile, like, uh, 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 grounds to be able to love somebody else with, like, power. You can love with real power and joy and everything. Now you've got something really to give. Agreed. Wow. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Well, I, this went by so quickly, like it always does. And uh, before does. you leave us today, Issei, please tell us where people can learn more about you and visit and learn about all this wonderful work that you're doing. Sure, yeah. You know, I, I haven't changed my Instagram handle just yet, but it's coming. Uh, but my Instagram is Kiko Ellsworth. And uh, you can always find me there. I'm just doing what my mom always called me since I was a little boy. She called me her, her sunshine, her S-O-N shine. And I think that's just what I'm here to do is to help us all shine together. You know, I'm one of many. So um, that's, uh, that's where you can find me. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for holding the space, Laura. It's amazing and powerful. Uh, and to all of the viewers, just bless you on your journey. I love you. Shine your light. You're the fiercest warriors to bring peace and balance and harmony back to our planet. Do not give up. We are winning, and we've already won. Beautifully said. Thank you so much, and I'm really looking forward to next week. Please be well. You as well. Peace. so much Issei for that incredible informative conversation I I feel uplifted already don't you I hope so well I'm looking forward to next week's program where his former wife Christine is going to join us as well and we're going to continue to talk about divine love and we'll be focusing on divine love relations It's time for the news, the news this week, Laura's News. Now in jazzy news this week, it's almost here folks, easy vegan home cooking. We'll be here in just a few weeks and All of the recipes in this beautiful full-color hardcover book are vegan and gluten-free. I had so many uh, emails and requests on Facebook and social media over the past several years. Gee, we love your vegan recipes, Laura, but we want them to also be gluten-free. So I have delivered with this fantastic book, Everything's Vegan, Everything's Gluten-Free, Everything is Eight Ingredients or Fewer excepting for olive oil and water and salt and pepper. So there's limited ingredients, limited cleanup, all ingredients that are easy to find at your local supermarket. And of course, everything is designed to please vegans, vegetarians, and omnivores alike. So I hope you're going to go to jazzyvegetarian.com after the program today and order a signed copy for you or for someone you think might like the book. And season nine of Jazzy Vegetarian on Public Television is now airing on Create every 
single week. So I do hope that you will tune in either Sunday or Monday, if you live in the broadcast area, to this incredible season, which also, of course, focuses on easy vegan home cooking, because the book Easy Vegan Home Cooking is the companion book to season nine. So you can learn more at jazzyvegetarian.com. Well, I know you've been waiting for it. It's my recipe of the week. Escarole with Kalamata olives. Vegan and delicious. My recipe of the week. This is an incredible recipe. Escarole with Kalamata olives. I did this recipe in season five when the incredible Juliana Hever, the plant-based dietitian, joined me on set. We did several shows together. It was so much fun. Thank you, Juliana. And she said to me, uh, oh, you know what? I don't like escarole. And I said, you know what? You're going to like it with this recipe. And you know what? Sure enough, she did. Because, you know, I first developed this recipe because my husband would never eat escarole. So I had to kind of jazz it and snazzy it up. And uh, this is what I came up with. It's just it's a spicy escarole dish, and it's combined with these zippy Kalamata olives. It's really, really good. It makes the escarole, well, taste jazzy-licious. What else can I say? It's so easy to do, too. This makes about four servings. You're going to start off with one large bunch of escarole, washed and coarsely chopped, one cup of pitted Kalamata olives, two to three small cloves of garlic, minced, two tablespoons of water, plus more as needed, one-eighth teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes, and one tablespoon of freshly squeezed lemon juice. You can also use a little bit of olive oil with this recipe if you like. So you're going to start off putting the escarole, olives, garlic, water, and or olive oil and pepper flakes in a large skillet. Cover and cook over medium-low heat for 10 minutes, stirring frequently. And if the skillet becomes dry, add some more water, two tablespoons at a time, to keep the escarole from sticking. Once again, you can use a little olive oil with this too. It's also very good with the olive oil. Add the lemon juice, cover and cook for four to six minutes or until the escarole is wilted and the olives are heated through. And man, this is so good. It is the way to serve escarole, particularly if you have those in your family who uh, are not escarole lovers. You're going to find this recipe at jazzyvegetarian.com. That's jazzyvegetarian.com under season five recipes, show 505. That's show 505. Well, the music this week is by one of my favorite musicians, Johannes Lindstedt, and this is from his CD, Mystico. And I thought that this uh, cut was very, very appropriate for this show because we all need a little of this. It's The Happy Song by Johannes Lindstedt.
Thank you so much, Johannes. Oh, man, I love his music. Johannes Lindstedt, the happy song. Of course, you can learn about Johannes at johanneslindstedt.com. That's johanneslindstedt.com. Well, I want to thank Issei for being with us today, and we look forward next week for his former spouse, Christine, to be joining us. And, well, I just am so happy you joined me today. Don't you feel a little bit better? I sure do. So until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, the Jazzy Vegetarian. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.